0: This is No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm Anisa Benitez, your host and fellow creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, mentally and spiritually, as we all deserve a successful creative life. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is about building greater mindfulness. It's all about more mindfulness these days for me, cultivating that and I think it's going to be a forever thing. It always has been, even when it's been unknowing. I think we're always working to have greater awareness, more presence, to show up as our highest selves. If you're a listener of this podcast, this is an assumption I'm making. So with that, today's a simple episode. Our agenda first is how this topic became relevant to me, and I'm going to share a bit of a culture wreck that I may have shared in the past. We're at episode 76, and so my memory is not as great as it could be. And then we're going to jump into a meditation since there were such rave reviews on last week's podcast episode on 10 ways to get a healthy dose of humility. We ended it with a meditation, and this will be majority meditation episode, so definitely stick around for that. If you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from it, your support through rating and review on Apple Podcasts makes a difference share it on social. That's how people can find the podcast, helps it grow, sustain, and support others. Without further ado, let's get into it. This week I was doing a lot more self recording at home for social media and for some paid collaborations on social media that I have coming up as well as some guided meditations which I will definitely announce in the future that are in collaboration with a larger brand. Those will live on YouTube and I'm excited for you to see that. But I loved having this week of being more so in my home and having more autonomy. I love it it's restorative and I think that freelance tends to be very anxiety provoking for people because of this it's like one week you're out and about I had a week last week where I was working 14 hour days on set and now I'm just home and making my own creative work and I really like that variance I like the variety of being on this creative journey we can always take some time to weave and create new ways to integrate our skills and talents in new fashions maybe you were doing a lot of photography over the weekend and doing a lot of portraiture and now you're shooting a lot of landscape or maybe you're shifting gears from a lot of writing and and things of that matter to speaking and I I truly love finding new ways to flex our creative skills because if you are creative you have an abundance of different ways that you can be using your creative talents and as technology evolves and changes and that's been a lot of my thought of this week is how many actors would definitely be doing the creator thing if it was more popular when they started off a lot of the actor pathway is bussing tables or working as in wait staff until you get a gig and I think a lot of the landscape of what it means to follow the creative pathway is so different now really expanded because of the internet and technology. And there's so many ways that we can be sharing our talents with the world. And yeah, just happy about that. But speaking with another friend who is not feeling very good about the creative journey that they are on with juggling a lot of the freelance lifestyle of having to get your own opportunities and not having the security of a regular paycheck, they are have a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry because the future feels uncertain, obviously, but more so, they don't feel that they are going to make the right choice. Um, They feel like there's a possibility that they'll follow the wrong path. And we might all feel that. Sometimes we might follow the wrong path. What if we end up with the wrong person? What if we do something that ends up throwing us off? Maybe... There's a whole variety of things that can unfold. But a lot of what it comes down to is not feeling strong in our intuitive abilities right now. Not really feeling like we are making strong decisions in our present moment. Because the future doesn't exist. All we have is now and now and now and now. And in these moments of now, we are making decisions. And if things don't feel resounding to you as a resounding yes to you then maybe it's not the right decision but we can struggle with understanding what feels like a yes and what feels like a no if we're not connected to our bodies our bodies are one of the biggest ways that we can get a intuitive pulse so a lot of the intuition stuff might feel very far out and actually it's quite far in (laughs) it's really connected to our vessel it's connected to our body and the way that we react and respond to things and so We can think of people that we love in our lives and how they make us feel more expanded and open and calm and peaceful when we're with them. We feel more expressive, maybe. And then people that we don't feel comfortable with, we don't like, we're more contracted, reserved, shut down. And that's the same when it comes to opportunities that present themselves, jobs that present themselves, new people that present themselves. And so the more that you can get clear on how your vessel is responding to all of those things coming down the pipeline, the more that you will feel less stress, right and that stress is what is then named as anxiety as it pertains to things that are future related often and so in having this thought I was thinking yeah definitely an opportunity for us to tune back into ourselves because some of the greatest artists that I admire most are those who are strongly intuitive and have learned to say no have learned to say no because they're not interested in pleasing others and instead pleasing themselves. They say no because they've already followed the pathway of making decisions that surrounded and and maybe contradicted their inner self, their true self, and lived with some regret around that and decided never again. Maybe they had a life incident happen that, and I don't know if this is the case for you, had a life incident happen that made things really clarifying, maybe near-death experience or losing a loved one, they can be really grounding. And as it relates to last week's podcast episode on humility, bringing ourselves down to earth can definitely make us feel more grounded. Our culture rec for this episode is a podcast episode number 430 from The Tim Ferriss Show. Tinveris helped interviews a lot of people, and he interviewed one of my favorite American authors, Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the author of Big Magic, and many know her for writing Eat, Pray, Love. This episode is called Elizabeth Gilbert's Creative Path, Saying No and Trusting Your Intuition, Index Cards, Integrity Checks, Grief, Awe, and Much More. It's a great hour long, and you can also watch it on his YouTube channel. In this conversation, there's an excerpt that maybe summarizes things well. She says, anytime you say yes with your mind, when your body says no, you will lead yourself farther and farther and farther away from your path. So many describe this as a full body yes. You want to have full body yeses to experiences, whether they're invitations whether they're meeting new people, whether they're starting new projects, you want to feel it really in your body. Because your mind can say yes, you can rationalize and find really practical and advantageous and opportunistic ways to make something make sense, to follow that path to be with that person. But if your body is feeling shut down or closed or whatever else, when when the thing is nearing or it's becoming more of a reality then that's something to check in with sometimes because of trauma or past night past experiences um it can be hard to get in touch with your body and so that's a huge thing to be aware of and yeah there's a lot around that that i can share definitely the book the body keeps the score is a really great one and recently listening to this interview with oprah and jay shetty on his podcast on purpose It came out just May 24th of this year, and it's Oprah and Dr. Perry on healing from childhood trauma and becoming self aware and confident adults because they recently co authored a book called What Happened to You. I haven't read it yet, so it's not my culture wreck, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Ultimately, I share all this to say that the best way that we can prepare for our future is definitely by empowering ourselves in our present, by building our inner power, by building our sense of self and body connection. And so with our next segment, we'll be doing a guided meditation for more mindfulness, just about 10 minutes. And I hope you enjoy. yourself a comfortable position and we'll get started. Maybe you're seated on a cushion or sitting on a chair with your feet grounded. Maybe you're sitting in lotus position. Whatever feels comfortable for you during this time. And when you're ready, take your first deep inhale through your nose and hold it for a moment before exhaling through your mouth. Close your eyes. And again, take a deep inhale through your nose. One of the deepest that you've taken all day. Hold it at the top and then exhale through your mouth. Again, I'm going to count with you. Take a deep inhale for one, two, three, four. Hold that breath. One, two, three, four. And exhale. one, two, three. Again, inhale, one, two, three, four, hold, one, two, three, four, and exhale, one, two, three, four. Now notice your breath as it returns to its natural pattern and see if it's gotten any deeper. Our breath is always something that we can come back to in those moments where we feel like things are getting away from us, or our mind is getting away from us. How can we close our eyes and tune in for a moment to our breath? Now we're gonna shift our attention to the sounds around us. Tune into our ears. Maybe there's something subtle that you can hear. Maybe it's just the sound of some leaves brushing against each other or some birds chirping or some neighbors moving in the apartment next door. However faint, tune into that sound and give it the attention that you've never given it before. Notice all of its subtlety. It's really pronounced, or it's really, really muted. Take it in, Mm and take deep breaths while doing so. When you're ready. Thank yourself for taking the time to tune into the sounds around you and the space around you. Let's take another deep inhale through our nose. And exhale through our mouth. You might feel your belly rising as you do so. Feel free to put a hand on your belly, and another hand on your heart. I tend to put my right hand on my heart, left hand on my belly. Initiating our breaths from our belly to fill our lungs and feel the oxygen circulate from the tip of our toes to the top of our head. Really filling ourselves up. Take another deep breath. Tune your attention to your hands wherever they're placed. Maybe on uh, your lap, maybe they're on your kneecaps. Maybe they're rested against your heart and your belly, as mentioned. What do you feel? Do your hands feel dry, dry or moist in contact with whatever material you're wearing or your bare skin? Can you feel any texture? Is it smooth, silky? Is it rough, is it porous? Tune your attention there and give it all the attention that you can while taking deep breaths. Do you feel yourself in contact with the ground with your chair, with a cushion. What's that feel like? Is it soft? Is it hard? Is it easy to slide off of? Take a deep inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Again, take a deep inhale through your nose. exhale through your mouth if you're wearing clothing what's your clothing feel like in contact with your body is it flowy is it tight-fitting what's that really feel like against your skin all of our skin is alive and all of our skin is sensing all of our skin can really feel it but how often do we give the attention to our skin and what it's feeling. Take a deep breath and engage your senses, your sense of touch, to feel that contact. Now bring your attention back to your breath and thank yourself for taking the time to tune into yourself to tune into that sense of touch, all the sensations around you in this moment. Now take a deep inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Can you smell anything in the space around you? Maybe it's a smell of something really mild, a little dustiness in the room. Maybe it's really fresh, it smells like springtime. Maybe you can smell some cologne or perfume that you put on today. Maybe you can smell some incense you may have lit in the room. salopanto. palo santo. <laughs> or something along those lines. Maybe you recently took a shower and you can smell the remains of the shampoo, lotion, etc. you might have put on. Take a deep breath. And thank yourself for tuning into that sense, your sense of smell. And feel your tongue rested in your mouth. Maybe you taste the remains of some meal that you recently had, a beverage you recently drank. Maybe you taste nothing at all. Take a deep breath in and out yourself for giving your attention to your sense of taste. In these moments it's so easy to forget how many senses that we have but sometimes it takes shutting down one, closing our eyes to really engage with the others. You know then moments where it feels hectic, where it feels busy, where it feels like you might get swept up and the pace of it all You can always close your eyes and tune back into your breath. Take a moment of quiet. And know that by doing so, you're empowering yourself and building your inner power so that you can make decisions and move forward with full body awareness. Making full body yes decisions. A lot of our worries and concerns and things that surround the future Things like waves at the top of the ocean, and if you can imagine an ocean with a lot of the wind pushing against it, a lot of the external forces pushing at it, changing the way it looks at the top landscape, you can be like a pebble, heavy rock mm-hmm. that's steady in itself, it's grounded and as it, it's the water, it sinks down to below the surface, down there. It gets quieter and quieter, calmer and calmer, below the waves, which are brash. There's subtler currents of water. And at the bottom of the water, when you hit the ground, the ocean floor, it's calm. And that's how it is when it comes to the world external from us, our ocean floor, the bottom is really inside ourselves. And it's easy to get swept up in all the external things, what people want from us, what could be, rather than tune into the groundedness of being really here. And when you're grounded, you can take that self everywhere. Feel more confident in making decisions and moving forward. Take our final deep inhales and exhales and breaths of this practice and through our nose for one, two, three. Hold that breath and exhale, one, two, three. Now at your own pace, take your deepest breath of this practice. Feel it fill your entire body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. And exhale. And when you're ready, bring your attention back to the space around you, back to the world. You can open your eyes. Thank you so much for taking on this meditation, for listening to this podcast. I'm grateful to be on this creative journey with you. If you've been getting value from this podcast, please support it. Leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, share it on social. You can find me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram and TikTok. You're no starving artist. I'm grateful to be learning and growing and tuning back into self, growing more mindful every day with you. I appreciate you.